0: Hashtag Not, not Committed.
2: committed. <laughs> I love a good train
0: wreck.
1: Hey, hey, what up? This is Not Committed. I'm your host, Zach Barry, coming to you with this Tuesday episode. We are here speaking with Jeremy Johnson on three national recruiting analyst. Jeremy, good morning. Thanks for joining, man. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. I'm good. I appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. So you're everywhere, um, all over the place, seeing just about anyone and everyone from 23 to 24 to 25. Uh, Two guys in particular that we are going to discuss on this show that uh, Ole Miss fans would like to hear about. Um, 2023 target wide receiver Caden Lee out of Kennesaw Mountain. In Georgia and then Ole Miss commit Ahmad Brown out of Crisp County in Georgia so two guys from the Peach State let's start with Caden Lee um kind of seems like Ole Miss and and a couple other schools have been waiting to uh hear you know (laughs) either good news or bad news on what he's wanting to do um seems like he's getting closer and closer to it but before we talk his recruitment I wanted to get your thoughts on him as a, as a player. I, I think he's one of the prime examples of a guy in the industry of recruiting where it's, you, Hey, don't look at the star rating. Don't look at where he's ranked. Don't look at the national ranking. Uh, look at the offer sheet and look at what he does on the field.
2: Every time I've seen him, he's made big plays. And that, that didn't change a couple of weeks ago. When I I want to say it was two weeks ago. Um, he's just He just makes plays. He's a, he's a good football player. He's not, I mean, he's not, getting off the bus he's not huge he's not you know extremely physically intimidating but it's just when that when those lights come on he's one of those you know one of those gamer type players that you know you gotta start you gotta figure out how to stop him but he can do so many different things as a receiver that it makes it really hard to game plan for him I mean as um, he played a little bit outside um with his size he could obviously go inside and play some slot um Big, big big fast and explosive so and then um, he showed that Monday I mean not Monday Friday uh, where he just he was able to get over the top early in the game and there was nothing they could do I mean he just he was able to get that quick release and, and he found a way he found another gear and hit and scored I think scored two touchdowns both of them were pretty long so yeah he's just one of those you don't really the star rankings don't really do him at justice as a player and I mean he it seems like he's played high school football in Georgia forever so you know he's a smart a smart young man as far as you know the football IQ he's probably seen some of everything because he's played at such a high level of of high school football here in Georgia.
1: He seems to me like your stereotypical plays bigger than he is type guy you you mentioned his versatility he can he can take it take it deep, he can take the top off the defense, but also a very – in my kind of – I kind of look at him as like a surgical slot guy where he really crisp route runner, good hands, Um, but he can kind of do it all. But is is that something that you've seen not just this year but just in in recent years um, with his game?
2: And that's just because of his route running and who he trains with. I mean, he trains with some of the best receiver coaches in Atlanta um and he's done that for years i mean so he's been exposed to a lot of really high you know high level training and high level coaching and he's played in some big football games over the last four years so and that's that's definitely his his strength is his is his route running ability um he's 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 earned a reputation of that and he's also one of those guys that he has a little nastiness to him even though he's he's not a big kid he's not a big guy um, but he the other night he I want to say somebody like tried to hold him. He he, he got a club or a corner guy called for holding and he still made the catch and he kind of got up and did the LeBron James shoulder shrug. And after that, he was pretty much unstoppable. He he it's like he found another gear and they made him they made him a little mad and then and he turned turn it on and he can be a real nightmare to deal with when he's in that mode. So
1: I, I know you you saw him um Last week, I guess, I don't know how Georgia, if it's week one or or week two, I don't know if they have a week zero there. I personally can't keep up and think week zero is dumb. But um, I know he showed out the Corky Kell. Um, I know Sam Spiegelman, uh, another on, or, or you did actually, um, in his top performers, um, in your top performers list. I know that there were some big names there with Caleb Downs, um, Mike Matthews, Steph Green, Dylan Lonergan was there, but but he was also one that stood out uh, playing at the Benz. But in terms of his recruitment, um, it, it's kind of it, he, he keeps things close to the vest, but it seems to be trending Ole Miss's direction here. Um, I know you spoke with him last week, but in your, in your opinion, where do you think things stand here? As I know he told you, quote, looking to commit very soon, um, but were you able to get a read on him at all?
2: I mean, I, yeah, I think he does keep things very close to the vest and, you know, he's, you know, it's kind of really hard to tell with him right now. I mean, even in my, even in our interview and even in my story, I kind of, I really didn't get a clear view of where he would end up. I mean, he, he talked really highly of Ole Miss. I know he's been in, he has a relationship with a uh, four-star commit Aiden Williams. Um, so, I mean, he just recently committed, he said he, they, they talk and, hun- they talked and, and, you know, talked about potentially playing together uh, when, on their visit. I want to say it was this summer at some point. And, um, you know, that, that really kind of sparked me towards, you know, thinking that Ole Miss has a good shot. Also, he talked really highly of their offense and, you know, I think a guy like him would fit perfectly in what they do over there at Ole Miss uh, offensively. Um, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't count out, count out Oklahoma just because Jeff Levy's there, you know, obviously he had some involvement with him when he was at Ole Miss and, um, UCF is a program that's gonna hang around as well. I know he he actually had on UCF gloves on uh on on at the Corky Kell Classic. I mean that nowadays that doesn't mean a whole lot, but you know, it's always <laughs> worth noting when when guys throw on gloves of teams that they're not committed to. So that, yeah. that was something that caught my attention. And he also has some gold cleats as well. So I mean there's 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 a clear cut couple of teams that are starting to kind of take shape at the top of his recruitment, but You know, I think Ole Miss is probably in a really good spot. I mean, I think that's a natural fit, but, you know, you just never know.
1: I know that Ole Miss feels good about where things stand. Um, I know we told you committing very soon. Uh, I think a lot of uh, folks that I've talked to, and I think you and I probably talked about it at one point where we thought that he would make a decision publicly before his senior season started, but that obviously didn't happen. Um, another team it, you haven't mentioned them yet and they they might be on the outside looking in but they're a team that can kind of buck their head a little bit in the south and, and pluck some talented guys but holds an offer from Stanford um, you and I talked offline about about my feelings of of, of Stanford and a uh, potential scholarship and a degree from there and how high I would hold that But um, but yeah I know that they've Extended an offer. I know that was a was a big deal to him. Um, are they still in the mix or talking to, to Caden Lee at all?
2: You no, know, he didn't mention them, but uh, you know, just being a guy that's seen how this works for the last couple of years, I think that Stanford definitely will be a threat. I mean, because that education, I know education's really important to him and his family. So, I mean I don't I wouldn't I wouldn't write them off as well just because of, you know the education piece. I mean, going out there and playing at Stanford and obviously, you know, their process is a little different than everybody else's because of the academic side of things. So maybe that's what's holding things up. Who knows? I mean, it takes a little while before you get it. You have to get accepted into their school before you can commit to them. So that's that's part of the process. So maybe maybe there is something going on there. And, you know, he he didn't mention them, but, you know, like I said, he he really plays things close to the vest. And he, you know, he kind of seems to like to throw throw us off a little bit. So who so who knows? That that I would definitely not count them out. So
1: another guy in Georgia that you uh you talked with recently, uh almost commit Ahmad Brown. Um wasn't a great game for for crisp county last week, but um he was someone that that I know that that you saw and in athletically the skill set, everything, um the frame jumps off to you when you see him play um I've seen his film incredibly talented does damn near everything for Crisp County but um you talk to him there's some other teams in communication um despite his commitment to Ole Miss but what did you see from him just from a X's and O's standpoint and him kind of doing everything for for crisp County on Friday
2: yeah I mean he he um He's going to be able to do whatever he wants to do at the next level because he's got every physical trait you could you could ask for in a player, especially at safety. I mean, he's he's played some quarterbacks, so he'll he'll understand what offenses are trying to do to him. He'll understand coverages, he'll understand, you know, where quarterbacks are trying to find their 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 quick releases and he'll be able to re- react because he's so explosive. He's an explosive player and and he's got great size already. I mean, when you think you got to think when he Gets to college, he'll put on a few more pounds and and even you know fill in a little more. But he's physically one of the more impressive guys I saw just getting off the bus this this last couple of weeks. Um, he's a lot bigger and stronger than I anticipated him being. Um, and I mean, he honestly he throws he throws the ball pretty well too for a guy that's not really played a lot of quarterback. So, I'm I'm I think his upside is 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 one of those that's you're gonna look up in a couple of years and you're like man where did this guy come from and why had why didn't we talk about him a lot more but He's, he's one of those physical guys It's just I'm waiting to see what happens when he steps into a college weight room and he gets college coaching and he's consistently having that 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 meal plan. and I mean, he could be in two or three years a monster for, for Ole Miss in their secondary.
1: I, I know it's something that's very cliche, and it's the canned answer for a lot of guys in our industry, but um, Ole Miss shocked a lot of people when he committed earlier this summer. Clemson seemed to be the uh, – the runaway favorite for a while, but he told you that it just felt like home at Ole Miss um, from top to bottom coaches, players. He said he got along with everyone. Um, already has a major in mind, told you software engineering. Ole Miss had, had, had that plan laid out for him. Um, outside of that, do you, did you get a, a feeling for anything else that might've stuck out for Ole Miss and how they were able to, to beat out Dabo Sweeney. I mean, a, a program that recruits the state of Georgia incredibly well year in, year out. But what was it outside of what he told you? Did you get a feel for what else kind of tipped the scales in Ole Miss's favor there? I
2: think it was. I mean, it sounds like they knocked the, the official visit out of the park down there. It sounds like he went down there and enjoyed it and had a lot of fun. And, you know, for these young guys, having fun and being able to do and play football is something that's big. I know that's big for what Lane Kiffin and those guys do over there. You you see the the spring game, everybody wore Jordans and, you know, it was everybody's, it's all about the drip over there. So it's like, you know, it's hard for a young, for a young guy to not go over there and just enjoy themselves. And I think that's what happened with him. And I, I think that's kind of what stands out to him about Ole Miss. It sounds like they have a group chat that, all the recruits are in, and they have a good time in there. So they really enjoy themselves, and I think that's what—that's what, that's what kind of sold him. I don't know that, you know, the X's and O's excited him. Maybe I mean, eventually, I think all that stuff, like a system, X's and O's are A's and O's, wherever you go. But I think he—he he took a took really kindly to the uh, to the the off the field culture that they have over there.
1: Couple of programs from the Sunshine State still talking to Ahmad Brown. I know he mentioned um Florida and Florida State is uh some places that intrigue him. The coaching staff keeps in contact with him, but another uh program down there, Florida AM. Um, I know the the HBCU. Um that's starting to become they're starting to compete with the Power Five and the group of five. I know with with Deion Sanders down at Jackson State, Ole Miss fans are are very aware of what Dion's doing down there. And I think, uh, I think Ole Miss fans would, would rather Dion move on. Um, so he, he doesn't start plucking some, some guys from Mississippi. I know Aiden Williams strongly considered Jackson state. Um, what did he say about Florida A&M and, 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 and as well about the the Gators and the Seminoles? What did he talk to you uh, about those teams?
2: He just, I mean, he basically just said that there was a little interest there and that he, you know he's intrigued by Florida A and think they are I think they're I think they're trying to work on getting him there for an official visit, which will be big for them just to get him on campus and show him around. And I think that Florida 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 A and a- M definitely seemed to have his attention a little more than Florida did, just because he he'd already dealt with Florida a little bit throughout the initial process. So Florida A and M, like they went on they went on national TV this week and, and gave North Carolina a game and without twenty five of their players. So I think there's some real you know, intrigue there from him. And it's not far, like Tallahassee is about maybe three and a half, four hours from Chris Cordell, maybe closer than that. So that's that's an intriguing option for him just because of the location, obviously the HBCU factor of it all. And, you know, they're they're actually putting a good product out on the field. So we'll see what happens there. I don't – I'm not going to completely rule out Clemson coming back into it for him as well, even though he really kind of said it seemed like it had fallen off a little bit. But – I think later, and, and and as people kind of see how, what kind of player he is, I really think that some other programs are going to start to reintroduce themselves a little bit to him. So I think Ole Miss may have to work a little bit to keep him on board toward the end there.
1: This podcast is brought to you by Lamar Yard, Oxford's indoor/outdoor restaurant, bar, and entertainment space on South Lamar. They now have an updated menu with non-barbecue options, from Tex-Mex to Mississippi Delta catfish to smash burgers. And you can contact Lamar Yard for your private events for the spring and summer. They have a dedicated event coordinator who will help you plan your event from start to finish. And they offer on-site catering. From weddings to Greek parties or corporate events, Lamar Yard is the perfect place to host your next party. Lamar Yard is Oxford's quintessential family and pet-friendly venue. And they look forward to hosting you soon. Check them out at LamarYard.com. And if you want a place for clever dishes and captivating cocktails, look no further than Sola and South Lamar. Chef Erica and her committed team of food and beverage enthusiasts are bringing top-notch cuisine and libations to you six days a week. Whether it's happy hour three to six, fresh squeezed margaritas, ramen, two for one Moscow mules, all of that more, the best and brightest in-house or via curbside pickup. Check them out, SolaOxford.com or call them at 662-238-3500 and place your order today. Show also brought to you by Memphis restaurateur Kelly English and his restaurant group in Memphis, Tennessee. The renowned chef and his team are offering nationwide shipping and virtual cooking classes with Cooking with Kelly. You can learn more about the nationwide shipping at irisetc.com and you can also book a virtual cooking class online at table22.com slash iris. Kelly English restaurant group in Memphis, second line restaurant Iris and the Magnolia House down on the coast in Biloxi, the show is also brought to you by Cherokee Valley Golf Course in Olive Branch, Mississippi. Get on over, see Cody Allen and the rest of the crew take on their challenge of the wide plush There's always a Fairways and large championship to greens. They've got two putting greens to hone in your game with the flat stick, the driving range, and a chipping green to tighten up that short game. Book a tee time online at olivebranchgolf.com or give them a call at 662-893-4444.
0: Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. Everybody in
2: your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time.
1: And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. ba 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 Jeremy Johnson here with us on three national recruiting analysts. Uh, all right, lightning round here as we close things up. There are uh, some, some flip candidates out there for Ole Miss that they're um, – vying for to add to this 2023 class. I'll just kind of run through some of the guys that are in Georgia that they're still recruiting. Uh, One that they wanted to get on campus for the juice fest um, at the end of July, but at the last second decided not to come committed to Georgia. Seems like he's probably going to stick with the bulldogs as they've been able to recruit that position incredibly well. Lost and lucky. Um, uh, what's the the vibe there, um, the tight end out of Norcross?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think he'll probably end up at Georgia, but you know, you just never know. You know, but there are programs that are after him. You know, there are programs that are going to continue to take looks at him because he's he's a really talented football player, and everybody wants those. So, I think he'll probably end up at Georgia just because of the family history there. I think he likes Georgia. I think he's, I mean, he'll play close to home. So, that's going to be a hard thing to pass up for him.
1: Next one, I want to ask you about DJ Chester, the uh, the big fellow from Eagles Landing. Christian, interior offensive lineman. He's got some official visits coming up, um, going to Ole Miss, Florida State, and Michigan, and he's already been to LSU and Auburn. Seems like LSU has the lead here, but um, Ole Miss is trying to get in the picture. They got him slated for an official visit. What, uh, what's the latest with uh, DJ Chester? Yeah, I mean-
2: Another one that really plays his recruitment close to the vest, and I really – there's not really a lot said about his recruitment. I think, you know, I think you have a good idea when you're saying LSU is kind of the – you know, it kind of feels like an LSU recruitment. I feel like LSU, they got him on campus uh, this summer for an official. I think we'll see. I think we'll know more about him after these officials, and I think that this is a big opportunity for Ole Miss to wow him, kind of like they did Amari Brown when he gets on campus and gets to see that atmosphere. I think he would really – take to that so this is an opportunity I mean there is definitely some opportunity for some schools to come in there and try to try to land him because I don't think he I don't think he really has a lean at this point I think he's kind of you know just trying to see how it goes just because he got so many offers kind of late in the process
1: last one here we had talked about him in a while here on the show but um a, a guy that made his way to Oxford three times in the spring I know that Randall Joyner, the Ole Miss defensive line coach, loves his game and has been recruiting him incredibly hard, um, but committed to Louisville way back in December of 2021 and has uh, held firm there. Uh, the Cardinals have been really recruiting their tail off in this 23 class, but J. Green, the big uh, 6'6 edge prospect out of Cedar Grove, still committed to Louisville, but um, – Yet to take an official to Ole Miss. Um, what's your feel on him as uh, his senior season gets going? You
2: know, you know, get out to see him in person because he's. I mean, when you see him, he looks. He looks the part. So, I mean, I think he. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know where he fits with or where he. You know, stands with Ole Miss. I, I don't. I don't even know if he'll end up taking officials. I hadn't. I hadn't talked to him in a while. So, but you'll, we'll we'll see there. That's that's one that. If we're going to talk flip candidates, that's one that just will – he will at least probably have to take a look around at some places because more programs will come into his recruitment at some point.
1: All right, that's Jeremy Johnson on three, national recruiting analyst. Um, real quick, man, before I let you go, uh, let the folks know where they can find your stuff and uh, follow you on Twitter.
2: Oh, On Twitter, I am Jeremy O underscore Johnson you definitely can see everything I'm writing on on three.com. You can see some of my Clemson stuff at Clemson at the Clemson at our Clemson site. Um, and also on our, our dogs HQ site, I do some things for them as well. So, um, yeah, check us out.
1: All right. That's Jeremy Johnson of on three. Thanks again for tuning in to not committed. Always the listeners. We appreciate you. You make the show go week in week out thanks to the sponsors for making this show happen and again like subscribe leave a review let us know what you think let us know what you like don't like so we can continue to bring you a superb product week in week out we'll be back on thursday as uh we get closer and closer to week one against troy 3 p.m central time on sec network until next time we out